Okay, now when I'm saying testing, testing, can you actually hear me this time? <laughs> I can actually hear you this time. Ladies and gentlemen, that is, uh, this is take two. <laughs> but, uh, take two, marker. But we, 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 we figured out, we had some technical difficulties on the first take. We got it all figured out. Yesenia, it's, it's the day after the Super Bowl, uh, Kansas City Chiefs second Super Bowl in two years. Uh, America loves to hate the, the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey and T Swift and all that goodness. Um, but you know, and let's not forget controversial things like, the Niners saying that they didn't understand the rules of overtime. And oh, don't get me started. I saw, that. I saw that this morning. I was like, are we really coming up with the excuses now? Uh, for those of you that don't know that are newer to the show, Yesenia and I are Bay Area residents. Uh, Yesenia being an Oakland, now Las Vegas Raiders fan. Yay, yay. Uh, me, uh, I'm a Tennessee boy. I'm a Tennessee Titans fan. Hashtag tighten up. Uh, male boy Will Levis is coming for all y'all uh, shins next year get ready for it uh but yeah uh we we took uh, a lot of pleasure in watching the 49ers um lose last night even mm-hmm. though it was a roller coaster of emotions last night especially coming down to the wire in the fourth quarter and overtime but it was quite the anxiety attack for me yeah it was it was um it was definitely a time but uh, overall, a fun game. Uh, the commercials were, uh, we were talking about it. The commercials weren't weren't anything to speak of. I liked the Deadpool trailer. Uh, we had to go online and watch it. And I liked the Kingdom of the Planet of the Apes trailer. I am so stoked for that fucking movie. Um, hey, I'm curious. When did Jesus need advertising? Yeah, because Jesus. <laughs> I swear it does not say to advertise for profit in the Bible. So... Some of y'all Christians and Catholics and other Jesus-believing people need to open up a Bible and kind of hold yourself accountable because it does not say that in the Bible. And also this, like, pro-fucking-Israel commercial, man, fuck America and free Palestine. Yeah, maybe uh, this was the second coming Jesus was talking about (laughs) in the form of advertising. Yeah, coming of dumbasses. Oh man, that was I was like, what is this feet commercial? I thought it was gonna be like you had mentioned it, I thought it was gonna be a commercial for like feet finders or something. Like what's going on here? I know. Like it looked like it was a commercial for feet finders, but you know what? Further proves my point about people don't actually know religion. People just follow what they think is trendy and what they think is fashionable, and they think that'll get them to heaven. But the folks of the but the folks who open the Bible and actually read the Bible will know shit like that. You don't need to advertise Jesus. Anyone who wants a relationship with Jesus can have one. You don't need a Super Bowl commercial to tell you otherwise. I feel like an episode of religion is right around the corner. But until that day, um, speaking of uh, controversies, uh, we were talking about last week about Drake's uh, Schmeet getting leaked online. Uh, and I did want to touch a little bit more on that. And who thought we would have Jesus and Drake Schmeet in one sentence? Man. I like that. <laughs> what a, it's 2024. We're off to a hot start. And speaking of even hotter starts, Ace, do the honors, bro. Take it away. You are now tuned in to the Soft Boiled Podcast with DeAndre and Yesenia. Your one-stop shop for all things relationships. Now sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Oh, man, Yesenia, it has only been, I think it's only been like, what, a week? Maybe not even a week since uh, Drake's mm-hmm. alleged uh, Schween pick or, or video got leaked to the masses. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it still got uh, the internet in a chokehold. Uh, do with that information what you will. And uh, there's an innuendo in there somewhere. I'm sure you can find it. But um, I I actually wanted to speak a little bit about not like speak. I'm not going to go on like all like TED talk thing about it. But uh, I did have some thoughts, actually, about the state of of online outrage. Um, I, mm-hmm. I don't know how else to put it, but I just find it I just find it hilarious. Right. That um, a few weeks later. Or a few weeks before this, maybe like a month or so ago, I'm sure you've heard about this. Um, Taylor Swift had a couple of um, AI generated pictures and videos of her leaked made by someone 
Um, and they were, you know, spreading like wildfire all on Twitter and Facebook and the internet and everything. And these are, uh, again, these are all fake AI generated pictures that someone had made and posted mm-hmm. on the internet. You know, um, I didn't see any of them. I didn't really seek them out. Um, they didn't come across my timeline, so I didn't see any of them, but the, you would think that, uh, that the president had got shot with how much outrage, <laughs> And how much outrage this had sparked um, across the internet. And I don't mean just Swifties, but I mean just people were so angry for her and upset for her and were calling for this guy's head, for this guy to go to prison for the rest of his life, lock him up, throw away the key. Um, and you, and a few weeks later, we have the complete opposite reaction to Drake's uh, alleged D video getting leaked and shown to the world and everyone's making jokes everyone's laughing you know they're calling him drake the snake uh and there you know there's all these tiktoks and videos and memes being made about that but um you know just a few weeks prior we had a female's ai not even real photos and videos leak of her and it's the complete opposite reaction and we're all calling for you know elon musk to do something and take these down and scrub the internet of all these pictures and images when i'm like and and then there's gonna there's gonna be like ai laws that are that people are calling for to be put in place and all this stuff and i'm like we're doing all this to protect um I'm not even going to bring race into it. I'm not even going to call her like a blonde white girl or whatever, but like, we're going to do all this to protect a fucking pop star. Um, like, and I get it. It's Taylor Swift. It's like the, she's like one of, if not the biggest like star in the world. I get that. But this, this type of stuff shouldn't be, um, shouldn't be the catalyst for, you know, laws getting changed or, or laws on the internet. Um, laws on the internet being passed things like that to protect to protect public figures from uh ai generated uh images getting leaked and being produced and you know spread uh, and to spread misinformation and whatnot like it it shouldn't take that though because like taylor swift's fan base really lowered the cost of eggs like that like that just shows her impact Mm -hmm. and for me it's like I think of like kind of like the local artists, for example, like smaller artists, whether you're a painter, a musician, you know, a singer, whatever, Um, you know, like AI art is just kind of taking over media like that. And I think AI is actually going to be dangerous and like harmful to us humans. But I mean, if you haven't seen like any movie where robots are taking over, then I don't know where the fuck you've been. Um, so I can I can see it to that respect, but it's like yeah no it, what's really happening is like AI is kind of protecting the top one percent like the Taylor Swifts of the world, um, and like we're worrying about silly little laws like that when there's like bigger fucking things at hand like whole countries being fucking murdered, um, you know bodies of people being murdered and people starving and people still not having access to fucking healthcare in america like there's these bigger issues coming at hand i'm sorry that your little fucking ai yes it's a violation of privacy and yes i would feel some type of way about it too but if i was a celebrity with all that fucking money it would be the least of my fucking worries like why are you so ashamed of your body or why do you not just appreciate the fact that like that's not really you and ignore it and do something else with your platform yeah, there were there was tons. I saw people absolutely like calling for this guy to be locked up for like thirty years and something. <laughs> and I'm like, guys, what are we doing? Yeah, like, he didn't break any laws. It's uncomfortable, but like, that's literally other people fucking paint artists that they've never seen naked, naked. So what's the difference? Yeah, and and don't get me wrong. Like, I'm sure with the with the advent of AI, this is a new technology, right? Just like with the internet, the internet advances so quick. There aren't laws to protect people um, from things like this. But sure enough, in three or four or five years, there there probably will be. You know, there's going to be legislation passed that says you know any AI images distributed without consent and blah 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 blah. All that shit's going to happen. But for right now, until that happens, the 
I hate to admit it, but yeah, dude didn't do anything wrong. However, I'm sure they're going to punish him somehow and like make an example out of this guy. Like if you make uh, AI images of people and distribute them, then, uh, you know, if they threw a woman in jail for throwing baby powder on Kim Kardashian, I'm pretty fucking sure they'll do something with this guy. Yeah, they're good. They're going to definitely make make some sort of example out of him. Which, like, can you imagine like we're throwing we're throwing people in jail for throwing baby powder on these like porn stars, but like. We can't throw rapists and, like, fucking pedophiles in jail for longer than fucking, like, a year. That's wild to me. But I guess America does run on pedophilia, so there's that. Anyway, I think that there is this big double standard for sure. Um, And I personally play into it, especially when it came to this whole Drake Schmidt thing. Because I was, like, up at 4 o'clock in the morning. I wake up at 4. So after I did my morning routine, I'm like on my phone for like five ten minutes just to kind of check out like my notifications i get really anxious when i see that i have notifications on apps so i have to like go through them i don't know why i need to break that habit anyway so when i'm on tiktok i just see like people are like i was not expecting to see drake schmee on my fucking feed this morning and i'm like hold on what and people were like amazed by it (laughs) so i was curious (laughs) (laughs) and when i tell you that i scoured the internet to find it I scoured the internet to find it. I didn't go on some sketchy websites, but like I found it through a third party source. <laughs> of course. Um and yeah, so I was I was very impressed by it because I ain't gonna lie, I thought Drake wasn't packing. I thought he was average. Um, which is why he couldn't keep Rihanna happy. So yeah. <laughs> Uh, since we're speaking on double standards today, I, I uh, pulled up the definition here according to uh, good old Google, well, Google via the Oxford yeah. Oxford Languages um, Dictionary. Um, pretty simple. Uh, double standards. Noun. <laughs> uh, a rule or principle which is unfairly applied, uh, applied in different ways to different people or groups. So yes, this isn't this doesn't just pertain to men and women specifically, but this can pertain to groups of people, white, black, Asians, Hispanics, so on and so forth, Jewish people, Christians, all this kind of things. Like there are so many double standards um that are um that are thrown around today that you they're just they're just sort of like ingrained in our society is and and it and it you don't even realize it because it's it's not really as talked about as much. Like, yeah, I know a lot of a lot of the 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 common double standards that we know of, um, obviously, like the biggest one, because I was listening to a, a podcast about this earlier today and it, this happened to come up is the topic of sexuality, you know, men versus women. You know, we all, I don't have to I don't think we have to sit here and delve into it. We all kind of know what goes down like a man, you know, fucks 30 girls in a night and he's seen as a hero. He, he gets a statue erected of him. Um, on Capitol Hill, but <laughs> but uh, yeah. oh, I didn't. Even, oh, damn it! <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't even. <laughs> but um, but a woman does the same thing, and you know she's seen as a whore. Uh, she has no respect for herself. Um, you know gets gets put down and bashed and all these things. Um, and 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 it's mostly by other women. Um, like most guys don't care. Like it's shit. Most guys would probably be like, yeah, hell yeah. Let me be number 31. You feel me? But, uh, but yeah, it's, you know, things like that. Um, and obviously we can, we can go into more double standards there, but like, we can just sort of start there since we are sort of on the topic of, of, uh, things of sexual nature and whatnot. Um, but yeah, that's cause that's, it's very prominent. Um, I'm sure in high school, you know, we all knew of the girl who was like the, the you know school slut or the class slut, the class whore yeah, yeah you know the girl that's been around the block a few times mm-hmm. like i mean i went i grew up in vacaville so yeah we call them like vacaville whores or the vacaville thoughties um what's it oh i used to i used to live in this hood and like the hood started with a b or no, one of the hoods started with the B, so they would call them like the B B Street Boppers, and then the other one started with the R, um, and they would call them like the R, the R Street like tramps or something. Oh man, I for I remember one of my uncles used it. 
Oh, uh, no, it was like, oh, I can't remember. But anyways, like, they used to literally have, like, words that describe the girls that would get around the homies. Right. Depending on which hood you're, like, growing up in. Yeah, and, and it's, it's, to me, well, I think we've, we've had a conversation about this, like, um, in terms of, like, people, you know, having sexual partners and sexual preferences and uh, I guess you could say, like, a high number. You know, uh, it's one thing to have a high number at such a young age or or because um, that, you know, a lot of people don't really mess with people that are promiscuous like that. Mm-hmm. I know there are tons of men that are intimidated by a woman who's maybe like younger, like 20, like early 20s. Right. But she mm-hmm. has such a high number. Right. A lot of men are intimidated by that because she's um what's the word in, impure or not clean or anything like that and fast or easy yeah dirty you know they're just seen as unclean and dirty and all that kind of stuff and like and like men that think of themselves as you know uh high mate not high maintenance but maybe like high functioning or you know they hold themselves to a higher standard oh and, it, and don't get me wrong like i think if you if you absolutely don't have to date someone that you are attracted to but you find out something about them and you are, we just had a whole episode about turnoffs, like you're turned off by her number or whatever. Like that's, you know, fine. You know, you, you do what you got to do to get through life. Right. But I don't, I, I just hate the notion that we just put people down. Um, mm-hmm. and we put, and we put a whole group of people down for doing the same thing that another group does. And we praise them. Like I, I cannot stand that. And it, and the same thing with like sex workers and whatnot, right? Like mm-hmm. we talked, we talked uh, like a long time ago, like the early days of soft boiled about like porn stars, right? Like porn stars have, have sex with, you know, their, their coworkers, their male coworkers and whatnot. And of course, a lot of them still have uh, spouses and boyfriends and girlfriends at home, at home, you know, that aren't in the business. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and a lot of people are, are like, well, aren't they spreading diseases? Why not? Well, no, because, I don't know about you guys, but porn stars get tested more than anybody uh, on the planet. And it's because they literally have to for work. They have to be clean uh, for work. Um, if anyone gets popped for HIV or AIDS, the entire industry, porn industry shuts, shuts down. Yeah. Um, and, it, and, it, and it doesn't start back up again until every single <clears throat> person gets gets tested again. So, yeah, that that little that little hoe tramp. Uh, you're sleeping with that you met at the bar when was the last time she got tested that's a question you're probably not asking her i bet yeah and you know like it speaks a lot about you if you are like a man trying to pick up these women at these bars you're referring to them as hoe and tramps it's like if you're looking at these girls at the bars at the clubs as like whores and like sluts why are you going to these places to find a girl like that says more about you than it does about them because you're intentionally going out to these places seeking them out if that's quote unquote all you're finding. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, I hate I hate when people are like, oh, like if you met her in the club, like blah, blah, blah. You know, like you don't meet girls at the club. You don't meet girls at the bar. But I'm like, for like, who said you can't? Like, for all you know, you're meeting a fucking nerd who's never had a night out and she finally does. For all you know, this guy works like fucking five twelves and finally just wants to go you know, drinking, and you just happen to me. I feel like as long as you're able to have a conversation and there's, like, intention of setting up, like, a second date to know what each other does in the daytime, you know, that's it's different. But I never turn down, like, I typically don't give my numbers out at clubs, and that's just because I get really anxious, and I'm just, like, I don't like people approaching me, I'll be real. But I've given my number out at bars and stuff. And I think that's a little different of a setting for me personally because I don't think I'm as overstimulated. But I think I do have a bigger guard up at the club than when I'm at the bar. Um, They never went anywhere. But it's like, you know what? Like, I don't care. If it did, it would have been great. And if not, that was cool, too. Um, I also feel like there's also this thing with, like, I don't know. (laughs) Me, personally, there's always, like, the the double standard of, like, guys who are well-kept they are more how do i say this like okay w- typically like you think of a woman very clean you mm-hmm. know cleanly most of the time right, right really like hair, hair straight makeup on you know yes like hair done hair Clo- done clothes are clean yes um but for me I, I remember growing up and like having groups of friends that 
we didn't trust guys who were like well kept because you have too much time and intentionality behind looking a certain way that you give off a specific like persona to women and you were untrustworthy that's not how i think anymore but man oh man growing up especially like my like late teens if you looked like a straight a dude and i can mean that literally or figuratively i probably didn't trust you like something was thrown off something made me feel sketch about you now is that like in your adult life (laughs) or or what if someone well would you say it's different if someone dressed like that for work versus like dressing like that all the time Probably different for work, yeah. I mean, I don't think too much about that nowadays. Um, I think nowadays I'm like, well, I think nowadays I like obviously prefer it. But like if I was actively dating, that's something I look for because I'm a clean person and I like to like upkeep myself. And so I would want someone that cares enough about what they look like for themselves, not for other people. Um, But yeah, I think it it kind of goes into this double standard of like, I have a problem with men finding themselves interesting or caring enough about themselves to keep themselves like upkept. Mm-hmm. But with women, it should be like a basic standard. Right. No, yeah, I got you. Sort of like in that same vein, because I did pull up a list here. Um, sort of like how men and women are, are sort of perceived in like everyday life, right? Mm-hmm. Um, one of them was uh, assertive women are, are seen as quote unquote bossy. Or bitchy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. Like that, that sort of thing. And uh, personally, like I, I mean, I could see where people are coming from because, like, a lot of men attribute women to have like you know catty attitudes and whatnot, like towards each other and like towards other people that they generally don't like. I I can kind of, I can understand where that comes from, but Mm -hmm. I don't know. To me, it's no different. You know, if 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 a woman has an assertive personality like i know i have an assertive personality and no one gives me shit for it and i get it it's probably because i'm a guy or whatnot but um i can totally get it where if 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 i were a woman and i had the same personality with my assertiveness like yeah people would you know give me the side eye and they'd be like oh that josh she's such a bitch like what's going on i i just don't understand it mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think, I, and obviously, I think it's because I'm not a I'm not a woman, so I can't really speak on that too much. Mm-hmm. Well, I definitely get shit for being a bitch. Like, I'm I'm a pretty bossy person slash bitchy person. Really, what it is is I'm assertive. I have very strict boundaries. Um, maybe sometimes my boundaries are a little too strict, um, but I do have pretty firm boundaries, and I don't give or take with them. Um, I've I've gotten real comfortable with saying no to people and like asserting my boundaries and standing my ground. And I'm a woman. I'm 4'11 and I'm Latina. So the odds never really work in my favor. So I've had to use my voice to work in my favor. Um, And even then it's like, I think I used to get bothered by being called a bitch. But at some point I really learned to embrace and take on like this bitch label because I'm like, yeah, I'm being assertive now, but if you want me to be a bitch, I can. Like it just brings it to a new level. Yeah. Embrace the bitch. But you know, when men do it, they're just being leaders. Yeah, they're being leaders. Oh, uh, he's got he's got good speaking skills. <laughs> oh my god, that shit is wild. Well, look at him being able to control the room. Man, fuck you. Yeah, you can command an audience. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did want to... This, this this may take a dark turn for the next few minutes. So, uh, trigger warning. This is my first one of Softbuild. The mic. Hello? 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 Did you just drop your mic? No, I I, moved, I adjusted my mic and it came mm-hmm. unplugged for a hot second. Uh, sorry about that. Um, let me start that over. But... Uh, I did want to pivot um, real quick. This may this may get a little bit dark uh, here for the next few minutes. So I did want to put a, a trigger warning. Uh, ooh, my very first trigger warning of soft boiled. Ooh, it's exciting. Ooh. Um, but I did want to talk about uh, the dreaded uh, R word mm. that mm, we we hear so much about. Um, 
Another uh, word that isn't as harsh could be like sexual assault. Yes. Uh, yes. There you go. Uh, sexual assault, or I'll keep it short to uh, SA. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and uh, this is, and this is a big stigma that um, I'm going to, take my time with as to not you know hopefully you know trigger anyone or offend anyone with my words or anything like that um but the thing that gets tossed around for both men in the cases of sexual assault for both men and women um is that you know women uh women are always going to be or okay most of the time are going to be seen as the victims whenever it happens to them. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, uh, however, and, and people will always be jerks about it. Like, Oh, it was their fault. She, what was she wearing? Where was she going at this time of night? What was she thinking? Oh, they'll put the blame on, on, on the woman. And, uh, okay. that's so fucking tacky and dumb. And I really wish that everybody, like not just men, but I think everybody should, should stop that notion. I absolutely hate it. But, um, in the case of a man, um, and this isn't me speaking from experience. I don't know anyone that has also had this happen to them. Um, but, uh, in the case of a man, whenever a man gets, um, sexually assaulted, it's generally seen as not as big of an issue, mm-hmm. um, because, and it's sim- for the simple fact that because they're a man, because they are biologically stronger than a woman, um, they should be able to, you know, push them off. You know, okay. they they're more mentally, uh, mentally stronger. So it's like, well, you, why didn't you leave the situation? Right. Um, mm-hmm. So a lot of the same questions that they would ask a woman, but they turn it on a man and, um, you know, uh, these simple, easy questions. That, yeah. You would think like as a man, like if someone were doing something to me, I can push them away. I can leave the situation. However, not everyone, you know, every situation is different. Every situation is unique. Um, some like there's a, there's a very famous story, right. And um, if you don't know the story, uh, you can easily find clips of this on YouTube and Twitter and everything. Uh, the porn star Riley Reed, right. If you don't know the story of how she lost her virginity, it is wild. Um, and whether or not she's telling the truth, I kind of believe that she is because I don't think she would have any reason to make this up. Uh, so if you don't know, the porn star Riley Reed uh, told this very famous story a few years ago about how she lost her virginity. She said that she had a boyfriend at the time. And uh, when this happened, um, I think I think they were in a movie theater. I'm not exactly sure. Maybe it was, you know, uh, maybe it was in their house or whatever. I can't remember. I don't remember exactly the setting. I, I, it's kind of irrelevant. But mm-hmm. um, she started she and he and i think he was also a virgin at the time actually i think that's maybe what it was i think she took his i can't remember someone's virginity got took in this situation right mm-hmm. but um what had happened was she was you know fondling him and touching him and he didn't want it um but she kept pressing the issue she ended up giving him oral uh and then she ended up you know mounting him and you know to completion and whatnot uh, mm-hmm. and I don't think, and obviously she was just like, yeah, I, he didn't want it, but I fucking, I fucking did that shit. Right. And you hear that story and that is wild. Right. And, and where's Riley she Reed actually assaulted him. Right. Exactly. And, and like, it's not something to laugh about, but it's like, girl, you literally just admitted to sexually. Assaulting yes. Him. Like to the world. Right. Uh, it's crazy. And where is she now? She is one of the biggest porn stars on the planet and has a very successful OnlyFans. And she just had a kid, I think, like a few years ago, too. But like, but it's, and this and this girl is extremely successful in her field, um, uh, being a porn actress and whatnot. And I heard that story and I just like, like, man, I cannot look at you the same anymore because we all know. I don't even have to say this out loud, but we all know if that were a man, mm-hmm. that man would be vilified. He would have been blackballed from the industry, uh, you know, cancel, hashtag, hashtag, cancel him, all that stuff. Mm-hmm. All this, all this extra bullshit would have happened to him. But she tells this story and, you know, she it's, 
everyone's like, well, what's wrong with the guy? You know, is and everyone just says, oh, is he gay? It's all these things happen, and it's not just him. You know, this happens. I've I I I've been on plenty of subreddits to see plenty of of men tell a story about how their girlfriends. Um, you know, did stuff to them and they didn't want it. And, you know, all the comments are just, well, why didn't you leave the situation, bro? Like, what's wrong with you? Are you fucking gay? Are you uh, a maggot? You know, but take the M, put put an F there. Uh, Like all these, they're just tearing the guy down when it's like, well, what are we doing? Because if this dude did that to the, to the, to the girlfriend or to the the other way around, we would all have the, a complete, a complete opposite reaction. And I absolutely, I absolutely cannot stand it. Like it makes me mad just sitting here thinking about it and to that same. Uh, yeah. Because it's also like the way that we push this narrative on, you know, like, especially like younger men to like, you know, being assaulted in this way and then telling them that they should like it or like, you know, they're gay or if they didn't like it and stuff, it's like, these are also the same people that are like probably, going into the status quo and like reinforcing like toxic masculinity they're reinforcing the patriarchy they're they're those fucking assholes that are like oh she deserved it like oh she wanted it type thing when it comes to women being assaulted and like yeah i think i you know for me personally like working in the mental health field it sucks of how many like young men i have worked with and actually i'm not even calling men young boys let's call them young boys that I have worked with that have been sexually assaulted either by like, um, like women, you know, other, other men, unfortunately, and like older women specifically, like it's usually like older women, like an older babysitter type shit, but it's like, they don't want to say anything because they don't want to be considered gay or that like, well, my dad probably is going to say like, I probably should have liked it or something. And I'm like, assault is assault like i don't care what gender you are what biological sex you were born as like you know whatever like you were and you were engaged in acts and said no didn't know what was going on didn't know what was happening you didn't provide consent like it's assault um actually i wanted to share a story about someone um oh real quick before you before you uh start the story i did actually find the tweet uh i didn't find the video i was looking for the video but i didn't find the video but i did find the tweet about riley Reed talking about uh, the story i just mentioned uh mm-hmm. she was uh replying to someone it says lost my virginity question mark uh funny story i raped a kid in a movie theater because i wanted to fuck and he kept saying no that's how i lost it so that's what it was yeah she they were in a movie theater oh my goodness yeah and I, she she tweeted mm-hmm. it like that oh yeah this was in this was if in 2012 was, if this was a man there would be fucking outrage yep this is in 2012 if this she said was a that. man like thinking of all like thinking of like okay for example like what does a guy uh hide from that 70 show Oh, he, oh, literally uh, like Masterson. 30 years later. Yeah. 30 years later or 20 years later, however long it's been like, yeah, he got finally got um, convicted and put behind. Yeah. Bars and and it's like, yeah. you know, not to condone his actions whatsoever. Right. But I'm like, is he currently engaging in those acts now? Like, is he currently assaulting women now? Like, you know, for me, I was just like, why are we bringing this up hella years later? Like, I thought this was already taken care of. I didn't know it didn't. Like, I thought it had already been taken care of and he was found not guilty. But that was a whole different story. Um, so for me, I'm just like, you know, even him, like, he lost his whole fucking career for something he did, like, 20 years ago, you mm-hmm. know? If this was any other man, this would be fucking outrage. That's wild. That's wild that that's how she said it too. Oh yeah, just plainly and, bl- and the video is even more outraged. I try to find it. Maybe I can find it and I can we can talk about it later. But like, oh yeah. But in the meantime, uh, yeah, you did have a story. Yeah, um, I have the story of someone I know who gave me permission to share this. Actually, um, so when they were like, because we were like the same age, so I think we were probably in like fourth grade maybe fifth grade i guess their their dad had showed him like um what do they call like a playboy magazine or whatever and he was like ew like you know boobs you know thinking about fourth graders are like what 10 years old maybe nine Mm -hmm, yeah and like he got his ass beat 
for saying ill. But I'm like, you know what I was thinking about in fourth grade? My friends, recess, chicken sandwiches, Barbies. Like, I'm not thinking about dicks Mm -hmm. at all. And I'm just like, damn. Like, can you imagine getting your ass beat for not understanding that you're supposed to be, as a man, enticed by the female secondary sexual organs? external sexual organs how you say that like that's wild to me wild and i'm really hoping that like if anyone's out there listening just like and has a similar experience especially when it comes to men it's like i i hate like this subject specifically pisses me the fuck off because it's like no y'all y'all were still taking advantage of um, it kind of reminds me, too, of, like, Cardi B when she came out and said that she was, like, drugging dudes and, like, stealing from them. Did you do you remember that? Yes, I do remember that. Uh, that and that was wild at the time. I heard that. And she was just actively admitting the drugging and, and, and robbing people. And, yeah. and it was just like it was like a drop in the bucket, you know, like any other day. We all sort of were mad. Not And then most people were mad. Right. And then mm-hmm. it just sort of came and went. And then that was mm-hmm. that, right? And I was like, excuse me, what do we do? She just admitted to committing crimes, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> nope, that's exactly what she did. And, I mean, she got away with it. Um, yeah. It's weird. I almost have a feeling that, like, status and looks have a, a part to play in, in those sort of things because you almost, cause it, it's almost like a game uh, with, with those types of things, right? Like you always have to see, okay, who's, who's committing the crime and are they good looking? Because if they're good looking enough, are they going to get away with it? Um, mm. And not, and I don't mean like in the court system, right? I mean, um, in the pu- court of public opinion, like if it was Cardi, Cardi B, right? Like I'm sure how many, how many times have we seen those posts, right? Of, oh, breaking news, Cardi B admits to such and such and such. And how many, how many people under, under that same post are going to be like, oh, well, if it were me, I'd let Cardi B drug and, and do whatever she wanted to me or her or, 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 or take Cardi B out of the equation, make it, you know, any other famous uh, celebrity that's, that people find generally beautiful right it, it's the same it's the same thing right uh the equation is the same you just take out you just take out whoever you're adding um and it's it's you get you get the same thing at the end of the day if you're if you're beautiful you get away with these things if you've got status and money you get away with these things and people generally just do not care no they really don't and it's and it sucks because again like it's setting these unrealistic as expectations for the rest of us, the the 99% of us that have to live by everyday laws and engage in everyday life. Mm-hmm. Like we don't have millions of dollars to just pay our way out of trouble. Yeah, that shit. Rush. Yeah, that shit to me fucking ugh. Makes me ick. Ick. But uh, speaking uh, of more like legalities uh, we're going to bring this shit to the courts um because the court system is also heavily favored um in a woman's uh place and most of the time uh with specifically on certain subjects though i will say yeah i was just gonna say like things like when it pertains to like custody battles um and kids are involved um like i don't know how many times i've heard stories of men getting divorces from their wives and it's an ugly breakup, right? Maybe someone cheated, maybe someone didn't. Maybe the love is just gone, and then you know there's there's a split that happens. And you know, women, uh, they and I, they want to just take the guy to the cleaners, right? They want to take everything. They want to take the kids because they're just they're uh, and they have they're I don't want I hate using the word vindictive, but they have an agenda, right? Mm-hmm. When when realistically, like the man, um most of the time has probably done nothing wrong. Like, again, every situation is different. Every situation is unique. Like if the man has done nothing wrong in the situation, but sure, maybe the love isn't there anymore. The spark is gone. Hey, let's get a divorce, but let's try to, you know, keep it as clean as possible for the kids. But then, uh, the wife's like, Oh no, you're going to pay. You're going to rue the day, all this extra bullshit, all this stuff that doesn't need to happen. Um, you know, then you get, you know, the courts involved and lawyers and the judge is like, and you could, and as a man, I I almost feel like you are starting 
um, you're not even at the starting position when you, when these sorts of things happen because you could say uh, I'm a I'm an ideal father. I pick them up from school, drop them off to school. I do their homework with them, take them to the park, all this stuff. None of that matters uh, most of the time, and I feel like. And I and I really do feel like it's starting to change a little bit in the last couple of years because I have heard stories about guys winning a lot of custody battles. But um, a few years ago, yeah, it was really bad when guys were just losing custody battles left and right, despite them being there being nothing wrong with them. But, you know, a lot of, you know, the mothers were druggies, deadbeats, alcoholics, had all these problems and whatnot, but still somehow some way got custody of the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and a lot of the times they break, you know, um, what's, the, what's the thing where you drop the kids off for the weekend? Um, Oh, break custody agreements. Yeah, they break. Yeah. They break those agreements, you know, like they keep the kids, they don't let the father. And that's the big thing is like, I've heard so many stories about, uh, mothers not letting their, uh, kids see their father. And they tell, and they fill the kid's head with lies about like how they beat him and, uh oh he's such a he's such a this and he's such a that and just filling the kids head with lies so the kids get an idea of the dad that just isn't true like things like that mm-hmm. um, and of course these are just stories that i've heard um in my personal life of course like i said this isn't happening everywhere this isn't happening all the time but uh it's just that's just one example of how i've i've heard courts the court system be in such a swing uh, for the female or for a yeah, mother, no. I guess, in that situation. Like as someone who has worked in like the courts, um, you know, it, it's definitely true. Um, especially given like, like I dated a guy who, um, you know, not to like spread too much information because I don't want him to be able to listen and identify himself. But yeah, I dated a guy who had a kid and his bay mama up and left for years and then all of a sudden she comes back wins child support wins like like half custody no questions asked and i'm like for me i'm thinking like you should have fucking countersued you should have been like i want child support for all these fucking years that you've done disappeared like you know and and i think yeah that's where it comes to they like men specifically don't really have enough leeway when it comes to families because they're not seeing as like nurturing as women are um but you know i think when it comes to judges this is like why like a lot of the times i think you know judges and judging and judgeships should be fucking termed because you got to get rid of these fucking boomers and like about to start croaking in their fucking sleep judges like you if you were alive during segregation you gotta go if you were alive during jim crow laws you (laughs) You gotta gotta go. go and quite honestly if you were a grown adult when the Latino population f- were the last population to get the right to vote in 1975, literally we were the last people to get our rights to vote. So if you were alive and a full-on adult to witness that, you gotta go. Because it's those people who see, and it's usually black and brown fathers, they're hella fucking biased towards them. They don't want them to have rights and custodies and fucking paying an arm and a leg for like... And I'll say this too, because I do see this in like celebrities specifically. Like, why the fuck do these people need $3 million a month in child support? Because, and what I'm thinking specifically is like, for example, um, like these no nobody bitches like getting with celebrities and then they're out here getting them for child support, right? I'm like, you, that's not your lifestyle. That's their lifestyle. Like they're the ones that are rich and famous. You live this basic ass life. Doesn't mean you can't get money to make sure your kid's good. But kids are like $100,000 a year. You don't need $100,000 a month. I'm sorry. If your kid has a roof over their head, like, at least, okay, this is how I've always thought it. If I ever got knocked up by someone who was like a celebrity, I would just want to make sure I have a decent house and a decent car. And that my kid never has to go to sleep hungry. And that they have the appropriate clothes for the weather. That's it. I don't need millions of dollars per fucking month because my kid doesn't need that. That's not for them. And that's how I kind of see child support right now. Like a lot of these people don't even specifically women. They don't use child support money for their kids. They out there in fucking Miami. They're out there in Vegas. They're out there in San Diego and Cancun and Tulum. Got their hair and nails all did. Like how you look so good, but your kids look so bummy. 
what that you're on section eight you're on food stamps and you got child support and your kids still look like that and i'm kind of low-key attacking like one specific person right now and i really hope she listens to this podcast because i know her baby daddy be paying her like three thousand dollars a month because i'm friends with her baby daddy um and this bitch is always in miami but your kid's hair is fucking nappy as shit so yeah that's where i really wish like the courts would kind of get their shit together um you know my dad kind of went through the same thing where now he's paying child support and for a long time he had custody over my brother and i'm like hey you could have sued for child support when you needed help and you didn't and now you snooze you lose and now the rules have changed and she has every right to get you for child support um look at me Aaron, not my family's laundry um <laughs> but you know like i think for my brother specifically he has special needs he'll always need support regardless you know, I think when it comes to children with special needs, it's a little different. Um, but yeah, I I hate the fact that like, oh, you know what else the courts can be hella double standard when it comes to like the murder of the partner? For women, it's called, um, ah, fuck. I literally told myself if I was going to ever kill my boyfriend, this is what I would plead. <laughs> <laughs> um... You're basically, so a lot of women who kill their boyfriends or their husbands, they can plea under a certain name and it's basically like you're love stricken. Like you're so heartbroken that this person lied to you or betrayed you that it can actually get you like a second degree murder count, I think it is. Um, And like drop your fucking sentencing so you don't have to serve a life sentence. But men can't do that. Like men can't get this. Like I loved her so much and I was so like pissed off that she cheated on me so i murdered her like you're going to fucking you're going to going away for life um but a lot of the times women actually will get lesser sentence lesser sentences for the same crime as their male counterparts Mm. Hmm. yep interesting and women are also more likely to get a slap on the wrist than their male counterparts for the same crime that's that's wild. Yeah. Very and, wild. And just because you're a, a woman? Just because you're a woman. And you're so, you're so heartbroken. Oh, how could he do this? I know. So, yeah. Woe is me, am I right? If only. I'd be thinking about some stuff all the time, but then I'm like, oh, I'm too pretty for prison. And speaking of um, going getting a slap on the wrist for the same crime. Let's talk about pay. Like, mm. uh, Oh yeah. That's, that's another common one that we all, we all know and love. Um, uh, if you don't know what we're talking about, uh, basically men and women doing the same job, but uh, a man will get paid um, at least. What is, what is it like 10 cents on the dollar? I forget what it was. It was depends so- on the race. Yeah. Man- so if you are a white man, you're making the most money. And then from there it's white women and then i think it's like men of color uh but specifically like brown men and then i want to say it's black men and then latino women and then black women black women are the lowest paid in all of like the races and ethnicity i I just say ethnicities we're, we're all fucking humans i don't see different races as a thing but um so for a white man to a black woman i think it's like a dollar yeah for doing the same, like if you're in the same job field or doing the same position, regardless of experience, um, yeah, yeah, there's the 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 pay grade is uh is incredibly dis dis disjointed. Is that what mm-hmm. I'm looking for? Yeah, it, I got that right. It is just like ridiculously. Um, but there's actually uh, so the I think it is called the uh government accountability office that holds these types of stats um so do like if you look at the website they'll tell you like all the fast facts but like for example women earned about 0.82 dollars which is 82 cents for every dollar that men earned Mm. specifically hispanic slash latina women and let's be real it's probably more latina yeah women because a lot of spanish women they're just white they look white um they just speak spanish and then 
usually non-brown women who are speaking Spanish are probably white. So they still get probably higher pay. Um, but Latina women earn 58 cents and compared to men. And then black women... Uh, oh, actually, that's new. Black women earned 63 cents for every dollar white men. So now Latinas are the lowest paid. And this was a study... Oh, but this was a study done in 2021, so never mind. Um, it could be updated since, but this is just from the government website. Um, so yeah, women made up about 44% of the overall workforce, but they make barely they make 70 percent of what a man makes right which is wild and like if you're a manager and you're a woman you're probably making like 60 percent in comparison to like your male counterpart Mm -hmm. so that's a big pay pay gap but of course like women make the least amount of money but then we're expected to be able to fucking raise children in this economy. Like y'all really out here saying like all, um, what is it called? Uh, all life matters and like you're pro-life and you want us to fucking birth these babies that we can't afford, but you can't even give us the fucking dollar that the man makes. The fuck is this? Yeah, I'm pro-abortion, y'all, but I'm also pro-choice. That's really what it is. It's not my business. I'm not raising your kid unless I chose to adopt them, which I don't plan on doing. So it's your life. You do what you want. That's my stance on this. Um, But yeah, like it's shit like that that I'm like. And that's not even including like education. Oh, we can get into a big, a big thing on that one. But that's, that's a little side to the point. Um, I also think it's like fucked up the way in which like, the standards of people in the workforce are treated. For example, like, okay, I'm in therapy. I am, like, my field is, like, majority women. You know, we're, like, majority, like, mental health staff workers are women. Right. Uh, Majority of them, yeah, majority of them actually are white women at that. Um, But it's so interesting how much more successful men are in this field. And I think it's because they're not around as much other men but women are just so fucking catty like like it's really hard to work in like an office full of 50 women i Uh like i prefer to work with smaller teams um but yeah a lot of my male counterparts when i've been working throughout my time in this field they've had way more successes with clients and patients than i ever did and i think it just kind of goes to this idea of like family systems a lot of these kids that we're helping are from broken homes. Their fathers don't have custody over them. Their fathers are in jail or deceased. Um, they don't know who their dad is. And, you know, their mom might be doing everything that they can. Or their mom, mom might be on drugs or God knows what else. Um, so having, like, a stable man in their life is a lot for them. It's really impactful. It's, it's really cool to watch, actually. Just like, especially when it's a black man, like a black staff that we have. And, like, he's, like, working with the youth. It's just cool to see, like, yeah, we see all this media about how, like, black men, there's, like, the the school-to-prison pipeline. But then you see a black man who's a staff who's, like, emotionally available, has emotional intelligence, and he's able to, like, just hear you out, you know? Like, there's, like, a soft, like, a softness to the blackness that exists. Right. Um, Experience that I will never know, right? As a woman and as a non-black identifying person. Um so I, I you can identify as black, I guess. You can, but like I'm not black. I'm I'm Latina, I'm Mexican. Um so it's it's interesting. I it's kind of funny when I'm like working and see the just the gender differences between like specifically like men and women. Um obviously folks who are non binary or don't identify within like these like black and white labels, um and fall somewhere else within the spectrum, like yes, they have a lot of oppression to get through um yeah i was about to go on a whole nother rant but i have to stop myself <laughs> going to rant city tonight city, rant city. uh there's a there's a couple more here we can probably try to get through i know we're coming up on time here in a few minutes um one is uh women are are often ex- still expected to change their last name when they get married I was just talking this- about this actually 
This one, um, I actually didn't know that because I know because as far as I know, like a man doesn't or a woman doesn't have to change her last name if they get married. Like as far as I know, the man can get his name changed. Um, cause I know of one example specifically. Uh, this was way back when. This is maybe like two thousand. I don't know, six or seven, probably. Um, I took a trip back to Memphis, where I was born, good old Memphis, mm-hmm. Tennessee. Uh, and this was during, in the middle of the summer, they call it, there's this thing called Elvis Week, where, you know, they, Graceland, you know, gets all these tourists. Uh, Graceland, for those of you that don't know, is Elvis Presley's house. Uh, and all these people, you know, they come from far and wide to Memphis to see Graceland. And they dress up as Elvis, you know, they play his music. They a lot some people even get married at Graceland, right? It's like some some of these people they they plan their whole weddings around getting married at Graceland because they love Elvis Presley so much, right? One uh one couple specifically I remember because they did a whole news uh, story about them. Uh the woman, her last name was King. Uh... And and the man was like, I'm not changing my last name or, or sorry. Sorry. The, the woman was like, yeah, we're yeah, we're fucking we're keeping this name in honor of Elvis Presley, a.k.a. the king of rock and roll. So they, they ended up keeping their last name. So he ended up changing his name, his last name to King, mm-hmm. which I thought that was I thought that was actually pretty cool. And that was the first time in my entire life that I discovered that a man didn't have to change his last name <laughs> for marriage. I mean, yeah, it it's rare. Like, okay, if me and my current partner were to get married, I hella would want him to take my last name. Because one, he has two and they're hyphenated, so I can't hyphenate mine. And three, my last name is just cooler. Oh. That's really it. <laughs> <laughs> cooler and less hyphenated. Less hyphenated, it's smooth. Alanis. Like it just rolls off the tongue. Well, wouldn't he have to get his name hyphenated with a third one? No, that's why he gets rid of all of his last names and just take mine. Oh, I see. I thought he would just add like another hyphenated. So he's got three. Nope. He'll just have his first name, his middle name, and my last name. We should start a petition for that. If you want my boyfriend to, well, I guess he's not really my boyfriend quite yet, but you know, if you want my partner to uh, get his last name changed to mine if he ever pops the question. We'll put a poll, see what people think, so I can persuade him. Maybe I'll just, like, mentally fuck him up and, like, guilt trip him into taking my last name. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, we kind of talked about this one a little bit, uh, and we could probably end on this, because there's two of them here that are kind of, like, the same. Uh, it says, childcare responsibilities still widely fall on women. Millions of women left the workforce after childcare centers and schools closed. Oh, that's just the pandemic stuff. But, yeah, it's basically, uh, childcare responsibilities still widely fall, um, on women. And I've actually seen, uh, kind of like how you were talking, uh, earlier about, um, black men being present. Um, I've actually seen a lot of men sort of step up as caregivers not uh child child care um you know you know what i mean like they, they've stepped up in that role of of taking care of the child and not leaving the responsibility um to the woman mm-hmm. and and that's I, I think that's actually like very cool and very uh, a very good thing to see because i don't have a kid i don't i know nothing about raising a child um with any luck um in the next few years hopefully that'll that'll change um but Ooh, you heard it here first y'all you all heard it here first <laughs> but uh but yeah like i think i don't i to me honestly i i've never understood why that responsibility solely fell to the woman granted i get it, if, okay, it yeah yes i get it thank you <laughs> but like uh you know baby boomers have put it into their put into the minds um of everyone that like a man works and a woman stays home a man brings home the bacon he's the caregiver no uh, care, uh the breadwinner sorry he's the breadwinner he brings in the money he pays for the house the water the electricity the all you know the food you eat all that kind of stuff you know oh you you ungrateful bitch i'm paying for this house uh, how dare you talk back to me and then you know that's why that's that's why a lot of women back then got uh unfortunately beat and uh, all these other horrible things, but I now that a lot of that focus has has started to to shift 
thankfully, you know, to having a lot of uh, men raising raising their 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 children. Because um, I, I I have seen a lot of single single fathers with their chi- with their children pop up more over the last like decade or so. Mm-hmm. Same, and I love it, especially like this new wave of social media, like showcasing fathers just being like actively involved. You know, right. Yeah, and I've I've uh I've never and this is more like a social media thing, but I've never been a big fan, and this goes both ways for men and women. I've never really been a big fan of like disparaging the spouse, you know, uh you know, if if a woman's like, Oh, you know, my baby daddy ain't shit, da 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 he give me child support, but I spend it on this and all that shit like we were talking about earlier. Um you know, it's a it's a two way street, um, mostly because you 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 say all these bad things about about the man or you say these bad things about your woman you say all these horrible things uh i mean at the end of the day you chose to lay with them you know what i mean uh you whether it was a conscious mistake or a conscious conscious uh effort or is a mistake whatever the case may be at the end of the day uh the deed happened right like mm-hmm. you you let that man come in you or you you as a man chose to plant your seed um in a garden that was rotten mm-hmm. um and you know these are the consequences you know you spawn you spawn a, a little a little human and now one of you has to take care of it and if one of you chooses to do it um and the other one is sour about it like i get it you know maybe you want it maybe it's, it's just out of anger there's the emotions are running high all that stuff but like to disparage your 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 partner um in this act and all that stuff over because your saltiness especially all over so- social media that doesn't look good on you either that speaks more about you mm-hmm. as a person but yeah that that's a, again that's a whole another side point but yeah hooray for for single fa- or not just single not single father sorry hooray for fathers stepping up <laughs> over the last decade or so mm-hmm. shout out to y'all because uh lord knows um as a black man uh it's it's hard seeing is that uh, is that our last one that would be that's the last one yeah all right yeah, it, it's hard it's hard as a black man seeing uh the 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 fatherless trope and the fatherless stereotype still being uh peddled yeah as unfortunate as it is but it's all good because you know slowly but surely like we're like breaking down on the pipe the school to prison pipeline educating more youth mental health is also a bigger access um you know hopefully at least within the next 50 hopefully at least within our lifetime like we won't see that happening as much um and we'll i'm i'm honestly hoping we see a lot more blended families you know i don't think marriage is for everyone i don't think um trying to stay together for the sake of children is great. I think co-parenting can just be as effectful, if not even better, because then you're adding more parents to the mix, right? Like talking about step parents. Um and and supportive like your little people, you know? Um but that all goes to show that like I think when it comes to these double standards, you know, yeah, we're like joking around about Drake Schmidt or whatever. But at the end of the day, like, yeah, like someone's life did get violated. You know, nudes were leaked. You could take it how you want to. Drake took it in a joking way. I always said if my nudes got leaked, I'd fucking own up to it. Try to make money off of it because I'm not embarrassed of how I look like. I also know other celebrities like Emma Watson, for example. I don't think it was nudes specifically. I think she was just getting dressed in a changing room. But, you know, there's pictures not meant for everyone. That's why the internet and technology is not as um, great as it seems because you never know. All it takes is one bad phone call. Or being a little too close to someone in line for them to just grab all your information and your life is forever changed. Uh, but oh, yeah. sorry. <laughs> no, no, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Uh, at the end of the day, yeah, like like she said, we we were joking about the whole Drake thing, but yeah, uh, someone's privacy got leaked. Um, and then the same thing with uh, other the case of other celebrities, like there was that whole fapping thing a few years ago um mm-hmm. like yeah people's privacy got leaked um and that 
it, it, it honestly doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter how famous you are. Like everyone deserves a little bit of privacy. Um, it doesn't matter if you're a Drake. It doesn't matter if you're like a, a bit player on like some TV sitcom, right? Like it doesn't matter how in the public eye you are. Like everyone deserves privacy. Everyone deserves their own time and everyone deserves their own space. Yes. Uh, Amen to that. And yeah, hopefully, uh, hopefully more of these double standards we were talking about, because uh, trust me, we we could, that's only, we've only touched on a few in this episode. Like we could, we could do a whole nother episode about this. Um, I know we were talking about bringing on a guest. Um, uh, if anything, honestly, we could have like a part one and part two, like we could bring someone on, uh, if we can get, get some schedules worked out, uh, we could bring on someone and we could have a third for another go round of this topic. Yes, yes. I know that people would love that. Uh, in the meantime, though, um, I know I did pose a question to you last week about uh, I did give you the choice of uh, double standards or cleanliness and hygiene. Since you went with double standards this week, uh, that means next time around, it's going to be all about cleanliness and hygiene. Whoa. Hell yeah, because uh, Lord knows some of y'all stink. <laughs> yeah y'all do and i ain't talking Actually, about i ain't talking about your bodies i mean your personalities too oh that for damn sure you know what's funny recently i've been telling my partner that i've been smelling like a dog and i'm like i don't know what it is finally figured it out it was my deodorant Ooh, it's one of those gel deodorants not like the white powdered kind of deodorant. oh uh, yeah gels don't yeah gels don't um i was wondering why the fuck it smells so weird but like I was the one smelling weird, and it literally smelled like a dog. Like a dog was just on me all day, and I hated the smell. So I finally changed, and now I don't smell like a dog. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we can delve more into that next time around on Soft Boiled. Uh, happy Friday, everyone. We made it to another end of the work week. Woot woot. Uh, drive safe. <laughs> stay safe wherever you are. Uh, stay hydrated. Teddy, drive safe to work. We love you all. Thank you, Softboy listeners. We'll see you guys next time. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.